Welcome to the Truth Be Told podcast with Chad and Jade Spencer. In this world, there's an unlimited amount of voices fighting for your attention. Facts are important, but truth is key. This podcast is all about taking real life situations and looking at them through the lens of God's word. Victory can be your story. What's up, podcast fam? Happy Monday, everybody. Welcome back <clears throat> to another episode of Truth Be Told. Yes. Um, a lot has changed in the last week. <laughs> As you all know, Significantly. last week I was desperate to have a baby. And this week... I have a baby on my lap as yeah. we're recording this. So praise the yeah. Lord. So if you hear like like sounds, oh, it I was gonna say like it sounded like gremlin. he was. Oh, no, no, the cute little baby noises. That's Mr. Knox who joined us on Monday, last Monday. Yeah. No, absolutely. And so we we've got a lot of life change happening. Yes. Closing on our house on the thirtieth of June in Florida. Yep. If you don't know. Yep. Jade and I were launching a church. We're starting a church. Yeah. That was like our tagline. (laughs) We're so excited about what God is doing. Yes. And and all his favor and faithfulness that's gone before us, the people that he's connected us with. But we're excited. We're going to be moving down August 3rd, getting in a car, driving down to Florida. And so, hey, if you know anybody yeah. in the Bradenton area, Bradenton, Bradenton Sarasota, Sarasota, even Tampa, Ranch, yeah, hey, if you over. know anyone, let them know that this is happening. Legacy Church, if you want to check us out, you can at www.legacychurch.io. Um, all of our information is there. Follow us on social media. Um, but we're excited about what God's going to do. For sure. And if you would, I know because we have some very faithful listeners. Yes. Would you consider partnering and becoming a founding partner of Legacy Church? If you're listening to this and you're like episode, I don't know what episode we're at, like episode 100, 120. I don't in, know because we've divided it yeah. up in like seasons. Yeah. But uh, if you're like this far in with us, you know who we are. You yeah. know what our hearts are. You know what our ministry is. But if you are impacted by the ministry and you're saying, look, I want to partner and I want to help launch this church. Some of the greatest ways you can do this is number one, pray. If you go to our Instagram or Facebook, we have our nine prayer points that we're praying and just believing God to supernaturally do. And then number two, if you want to become a founding partner and financially partner with us, right? It's the same website, legacychurch.io. You can go there, click. Give option. Absolutely. What I'm believing for is to start 25 monthly partners that would say, hey, for the next year, I will partner with you on a monthly basis, whether it's you know fifty dollars a month, a hundred dollars a month. We've got some people partnering with us for five hundred to a thousand dollars a month. Yeah, it's been month. amazing to you see. Know, <laughs> God is really doing great things, and I want to just ask you if that's something that you're interested in and want more information about. You can check us out on the website or contact us directly. You know, we really see ourselves almost as missionaries going into an area that is becoming more and more full of young families. I mean, yeah. Chad was telling me today uh, how, what, how many it was. What was it? Babe? Yeah, it was- so there's a suburb of uh, like the Bradenton area, and it's called Lakewood Ranch. They're building 5,000 brand new homes just in that little suburb, expecting yep. in the next few years 20,000 plus people coming into Man, the area. Man, that's the harvest field that we get to go into. And so we really do see ourselves as 
missionaries going into that and remember when you sow into the gospel and you sow into the gospel um being preached there is always a harvest uh that's got your name on it absolutely and i i don't want to highlight this too long but you know in in paul's writing he talks about how i believe it was the the philippian church that they were the only ones that partnered with him and he literally said like you partnered with me to share the gospel, to spread the gospel. And if you're one of those people that want to partner with us to share and spread the gospel and help plant this church, see what I love about the seed into a church is this, is that the seed into a church is a reproducing one. See, you're sowing into vision, but what you're going to reap and see in return is fruit that bears fruit that bears fruit. What people give into now may be just like a simple single thing but then what happens is that you know let's call it a seed that one seed becomes a tree which bears fruit and that fruit bears you know has seed in it and it bears more fruit and what began as one tree becomes an orchard and that's what i'm believing for you know in legacy church and through the seeds that people are sowing now so without further ado let's get into the, today's topic of do you do this when you pray Ooh. cliffhanger Ooh. all right since my wife wrote the notes i'm gonna have her <laughs> yeah. intro it no so i actually um you know when i was back a week ago it feels like a lifetime ago now but you know when i was uh, this podcast actually came out of a place of just incredible frustration. When I was very pregnant, I was ready to have this baby. I was, you know, asking the Lord, all right, Lord, is today the day? Can we do this? And I got to a point where I just got extremely frustrated because I I just felt done. I felt done. I felt ready and I wanted to have the baby. And I remember spending time with the Lord and I said to the Lord, Lord, I've done everything. I've asked you. I've prayed. I've done everything, uh, you know, to try to help this thing along. I don't know what else to do. And I really felt the Lord say, how about you start thanking me? And I thought, oh, you know, it's one of those like gut punches where you think you're super spiritual until right. you realize, no, I'm not maybe as spiritual as I thought I was. <laughs> um, and so I, I, you know, I started diving into the word about what does God's word say about thankfulness and listen to the scripture. I thought it was so cool. But uh, Colossians 4.2 says, Continue steadfastly in prayer, being watchful in it with thanksgiving. And the amplified version of that says, be earnest and unwearied and steadfast in your prayer life, being both alert and intent in your praying with thanksgiving. And so I started to change my prayer time to instead of, you know, kind of hounding God and God, why hasn't this happening to changing to an, uh, you know, an attitude of thanking him. Well, you know, Lord, thank you that I've had a healthy pregnancy. Yeah. Thank you that my body is in, in, in a good shape for being pregnant. Thank you for my kids that I already have. Thank you for the labor that's going to take place. Thank you for the delivery. Thank you for the doctors, you know, and I started thanking him. And you know what I noticed? It changed me. Yeah. So it didn't even matter necessarily about the timeline anymore because my heart so changed to realize how good I actually have it and right. how good God's been to me. 
And it was a revelation to me because I think a lot of people are missing Thanksgiving in their prayer life. And they're wondering why their prayers are not being answered. And it's because all they're doing is whining. That's all I was doing, Mm -hmm. right? All I was doing was whining. Whereas when you cross over into actually guarding your prayers, how the the version said, being watchful in your prayers with Thanksgiving. It's literally how you look after what you are praying is by being thankful. I think about that's, it. that's so good. Actually, Chad said it this way earlier that I wrote it down. Thanksgiving is the accountability to what you prayed. It's so good because think about this. Even as a parent, when Hunter, believe it or not, she can be a little bratty at times and catch a little no, bit of an attitude. not my sweet Hunter Lee. <laughs> and what's interesting about it is when she gets that attitude, I want to do nothing for her. For sure. Right, I actually don't even want to reward that kind of attitude and that kind of behavior versus when she comes to me with thankfulness or gratitude or joy or or peace. Yeah, Yeah, or or just in faith that whatever, you know, she's about to ask me for, which sometimes is like wild things. That whatever she's going to ask me for, that she's fully persuaded that it's going to be done. Yeah. And man, just think about how God models his relationship with us with the natural concept of being a father to a child. Yeah. And we need to think about even in the natural realm of like, well, if that makes me mad or that, you know, is a turnoff or that, you know, makes me not want to do something for him. Consider that God is very similar in his nature as well. See, Thanksgiving is so important because Thanksgiving sets a real perspective of what we actually believe. Thanksgiving, right? Like, write this down. Write this down. Thanksgiving is an expression of faith. That's so good. I'll say it again for you. Thanksgiving is an expression of faith. When you can thank God for what you've prayed for and believed Him for, and it has not happened yet, it's an expression of faith. If you can thank Him for it, that means you believe it's already done. That's right. And we are people of faith first, right? Faith is how we communicate with God. Faith is how we navigate this Christian walk. And when we allow thanksgiving to be the evidence of what we're, you know, believing on the inside. Because what does the Bible say? Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Yeah. What you actually believe is what you're saying. Yeah. And when you're not in an attitude of thanksgiving... Actually, it's showing that the heart is poisoned. Yeah. And it may not be like you're a bad person. It could be that, just like Jade's situation. Look, she was yeah. pregnant for eight and a half months. It felt like eight years, <laughs> to be honest. But I'm going to tell you what, it felt like 800 years for me. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but, you know, it felt like eternity. Yeah. And she was getting discouraged or frustrated towards the end of it. And the enemy loves to play with that. Sure. So. Even if you're feeling that way, it doesn't make you mean you're a bad Christian. Sure. It just means we need to fix our perspective yeah. and align it with God's perspective. Right. And, and start, then the attitude of gratitude exactly. can come out. And start seeing things through the eyes of faith. Remember, the Bible says that we walk by faith and not by sight. Yep. That means we can never, never, never go off of what we see. 
Mm-hmm. It has to be off of what God's word says. Actually, before I read the, what I felt like the Lord was teaching me, Psalm 717 says it this way. I will give to the Lord the thanks due to him his righteousness and I will sing praises to the name of the Lord, the most high. I think that's so good. Mm -hmm. Our thanksgiving is based on who God is. It's based on his righteousness. Mm -hmm. It's based on him being a man of his word, him not being a man that should lie, but he is a God of his word. And this is kind of what I feel like the Lord said to me is that thankfulness and praise, it doesn't change who God is. It doesn't change his nature. It doesn't change what his word says. Thankfulness and praise changes who we are. So, you know, in in that moment when I got frustrated, but when I changed it because God corrected me and I started thanking him, that never changed who God was. God was the same the entire time. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. His word was the same. His promises were the same. But it began to change my heart. It began to change how I saw my situation. It began to change even what I was believing for. Mm -hmm. Thankfulness changes us. Yeah. I mean, even when we look at the Old Testament battles, they would oftentimes send out the, the tribe of Judah and they would either worship or praise before the battle even happened, right? And a lot of times what happens is we pray, and if we do it right, we send out that thanksgiving. And when you look at those battles, a lot of the time, God went before them, and by the time they were done praising and being thankful, the battle was already won. Or they just had to show up, and, and God did the rest. See, praise really precedes that breakthrough that you're believing for. And like we said, I want to say it again, right? Thankfulness is an expression of faith. What's interesting is thankfulness is almost like two different, you know, splits. Yeah. So you have the thankfulness for who God is and who his nature is and how holy he is and how great he is. But then you have the thankfulness of faith that because of who he is because of what he's declared because of his faithfulness time and time again that when you pray you can be thankful as an expression of faith because you know he's going to continue to do it exactly so it's almost like your walk in salvation it's positional but then there's daily action right see our thankfulness to god is positional first god like god you don't have to do a single other thing for me to be grateful like you are so good in who you are. You just saving me so that I could spend an eternity in heaven allows me to be thankful for the rest of my life. Exactly. But then there's a daily action attached to it where we can start to say, God, I can remain thankful through the day to day. So many times we miss the perspective and we get so caught up in the moment, so caught up in the discouragement or whatever is coming against us that we forget that gratitude towards heaven and oftentimes that's the key that's missing in our prayers and we're saying god i don't know why this isn't happening god i don't know why this this this, you know i've prayed and i've prayed and i've prayed and nothing has happened the question is have you tried to thank him for it exactly there's some old school ministers and, and i really believe them when you're praying for something that doesn't Uh, I guess, impede or impact somebody's free will. When you're praying for material things or physical things, then you pray once and ask them for it. And then afterwards, you thank Thank them for it. Yep. 
Because if you believe that you prayed in faith, right? When we look at Mark eleven twenty, twenty through all, all those sections of scriptures, that if we believe and do not doubt, we can ask anything in his name and it will be done for us. Well, if you have to ask twice, did you actually believe the first time? Yeah. If you have to ask a third time, are you being more convinced by your natural circumstances yeah. versus the spiritual circumstances? So when we're praying for physical things yeah. and asking him for like, you know, maybe you're believing for a financial breakthrough. Maybe you're believing for a physical healing. Maybe you're believing for, you know, something material that can be touched and does not have to do with somebody's free will. Then we pray once and afterwards we just thank him for it. Yeah. Yeah. If you hear me pray, a lot of times it's, God, I thank you that you're doing this. God, I thank you that your word says this. I don't need to ask God. And here's another idea. I don't need to ask God for something he's already promised me. I can yeah. just thank him for it. Yeah. God, I thank you that you said in your word that in your presence is fullness of joy. Right. I thank you that you said in your word that you sent your word and it healed them. God, I thank you for my healing. I don't need to beg for it. I don't need to ask for it. I can thank him for it because he's already promised it. Yeah, yeah. And that's the reason that Colossians is so powerful in saying that we have to, it's like guarding your prayers in that, right? It's guarding us. It's guarding our heart posture. It's guarding our attitude so that we can be children that receive from our father who wants to bless us, who wants to love us. And real faith is in the, in the battle. Absolutely. What you believe at your lowest point is actually what you believe. For sure. You know, where you are, my mom would always say, faith is theory until, until it's tested. tested. For sure. It's a good idea yep. until you're actually in the thick of it. Yep. Until you're actually at the end of your natural abilities. For sure. But then we got to lean on God and say, but that's where real faith is built. Can yeah. I tell you that? Don't, if you're in the midst of a crazy battle and you're just like, man, my faith, it, it's been fighting and fighting and fighting. And I I want you to know this, that this is where it grows the most, that this is where you actually prove what you believe. Don't grow weary in doing well, but in due time, you know, you are going to reap what you have sown. Yeah. And I want to encourage you, do not lean back or stray back. Lean into it. Do not be afraid to exercise faith. Do not be afraid to contend with thanksgiving in your prayer life. So when we look at this, when you say, do you do this when you pray? Do you thank him? Do you have an attitude of gratitude? Yeah, it sounds so silly, but it's so powerful. Absolutely. (laughs) I get mad. I I genuinely get mad when people get like frustrated with God. He really does. I can I can attest. (laughs) Because I'm like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Like I get so frustrated because I'm just, I'm so thankful for what he did. Like genuinely thankful. And you know, here's the cool thing about thankfulness. So when you're thanking him for something, so say like you want a new job, right? Um, well, are, are you thanking him for the new job? Mm-hmm. Are you thanking him for the job that you currently have? Mm-hmm. Here's the cool thing. When your attitude is one of thankfulness and you're reminding yourself of who he is, you're actually building your own mm-hmm. faith. Yeah. Because you're reminding yourself. It's like you're building monuments. You know how like in the Old Testament, whenever God did something amazing yeah. for his people, they would build a monument as a reminder. Well, that's kind of what our thankfulness is. It's we're building these monuments of reminders of who 
God has been in the past and who we know he's going to continue to be in the future. So we just want to encourage you and I'll read just one more scripture just to encourage you and then we're going to love and leave you. But Colossians 2, 6 through 7. Therefore, as you receive Christ Jesus, the Lord, so walk in him, rooted and built up in him and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving it's a great day to be full of thanksgiving yeah it's a great day to change the way that you pray and i promise you and i'm going to double down on this i promise you you are going to start to see your prayer life be extremely successful extremely fruitful um in what god is going to do the moment you watch over it and you abound in thanksgiving Thanks so much for joining us on the Truth Be Told podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode you just listened to. Remember, we have new content coming out every single week. If you know of someone who could benefit from this podcast, we would love for you to share it on your social media as well as going ahead and leaving us a review. But for now, we can't wait to catch you next week.